morning. It's uh, Mike Smith here, and it's another time for the Tea and a Porch show. And today is Wednesday, March 6th. So today's show, I'm going to focus on something I wrote up on my True You page this morning. It's on. Um, it's about thoughts and free will, and this is such a popular subject. So I thought I'd kind of go through this a little bit and really take a look at it because it's the it's the core of of the teachings of non-duality. <clears throat> and if you if you get this, if you really get this, then you will um, really be able to see your yourself, your life in a whole different way. It's it's just it's just very important. So I'm going to spend some time going through it. The um, <clears throat> the thoughts we have thoughts, and our thoughts are they basically just come and appear. So let's explore that a little bit. We have been taught that our whole life that we think, and then we are thus in charge. So there's a vision of us thinking our way through life. You're in one place, sort of like in the center, and life is all around you, and you have to navigate through to try to figure it out. And what you have to navigate through is all of the crap in order to find happiness. And so we constantly are then in a place where we're thinking, this is not happiness yet. Happiness is once I get this done, once I get to this other place, then I'm happy. Once this fades or goes, then I'm happy. Let's take a look at that and really see if there is a way to get out of that illusion, the illusion of you being in one place and trying to get to another place in order to be happy. I mean, right now, you're probably saying, oh, I wish I was in this place for happiness. And then once you got to that place, you were probably going to say, well, I wish I was in another place for happiness. It never ends. And why does it never end? It's because there's a thought that comes through constantly that says there's a separate you. You're separated. The feeling of separation, the feeling of not connecting to things, is the most painful, scary experience ever. It's what appears to us after we're a young baby and we start to realize that we're not connected. And the illusion takes on as a separate name and form. So this all comes from thoughts. So let's take um, some thoughts that are going through your head right now. <clears throat> so I wrote, woke up this morning and I wrote down a few thoughts of that, that were appearing in, in my head. which is a funny saying, appearing in your head, because thoughts kind of go everywhere. But they appear in the mind, and then the mind is where. So the thoughts I wrote down were, first thought is, it's cold out. The second thought is, I need a blanket. Then another thought came to me that said, what should I eat for breakfast? And then a, a fourth thought came along that said, I'm uncomfortable. And then what happened was, after I had all those thoughts, then a final thought appeared, which I wasn't even aware of, which cover, covered all those thoughts, and that final thought said, you're a separate Mike. 
and you you need all of these things so that thought comes through as a that's like a constant thought that you're a separate person that you're this separate person that thought is always there it's like the the boilerplate where all thoughts lie upon it's just constant you're separate Mike and these are your thoughts so anytime a thought appears then there's a mic that appears with it. So let's explore that final thought, and then the other ones can also be seen as, as there too. So the final thought of, of Mike is, is Mike actually appearing. So when I say, I, Mike, am cold, well, where is the I, the, the I that we speak of? I am cold, I am hungry, I need a blanket, I'm not happy. I, I, I. What, is the, what do we refer to when we say I? Well, the first thing we refer to is that this I is, well, this means Mike. So, so let's take a look then at, at Mike. Well, does Mike exist? Where does Mike exist? And you, you get a vision, an idea of Mike. But in truth, is that really you? Am, am I really this Mike character? Truly, if someone yells my name, Mike, I will turn. But it's interesting because if I'm purely just Mike, then what about the name Michael? When somebody calls me Michael, I get a whole different energy from that. Something else appears. I think uh, my mother called me Michael, so there's like a Michael energy too. And if somebody calls me Mike, at some point, and I think when I was in grade school, somebody was calling me Miguel because I was in a French class. That wasn't me. And sometimes Mike isn't me, and sometimes Michael isn't me. So it's, um, it's interesting. Even our name, we can't quite say that's us. So what is the true you? And that's the name of the website I put together, the true you on Facebook. It's, well, what is the true you? It's, it's what is watching Mike. The word Mike, Michael, and I all land upon something. What do they land upon? The same thing with thoughts. Where do thoughts land upon? What do they land upon? They land upon a, an empty presence that goes everywhere. And this empty presence is everything. Find a place that it is not. You can't. So this, and I don't want to say it's an empty presence because if you really sit with the with the presence, it's not empty. It's not dead. It's it's an aliveness, an absolute aliveness that threads through everything. And this aliveness is this is what we, as we get older, we start harvesting into. It's been there the whole time, following us, around us, appearing. Everything has been appearing on it, and yet we don't notice it because it's it's always there. It's like the boilerplate thought of, you know, I am separate. So let's look at that. Let's look at that, that presence that's always been there. And what will you find? You'll find that it feels quite normal to go there. You'll also feel, find that when everything in life breaks down and really breaks down, things go bad you then let go, let go, let go. Things break open, open. And what do you fall into? You fall into what's been there the whole time, naturally. It takes no effort. It's like an exhale of breath, and there it is. You go, oh, 
and you respond and say, I am home. Not like an I separate going home. It's like I am home. I am home. So we are the home. So with all of this, we have to look at thoughts too. First of all, let's take a look. Do we control our thoughts? Here's an experiment. Close your eyes for a minute. Okay, now what I want you to do is think up your next thought. Now open your eyes. How did that go for you? Were you able to do it? Some of you might say, I thought of a lot of thoughts. <clears throat> so <coughs> the next thing I would say is close your eyes again and try to not think of those thoughts. Can you do that? Do you have control of the thoughts that come? If you do, you could stop them. If you do, you could then think up certain thoughts. For instance, we have days where, <coughs> I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me, that probably sounded really loud. Um, we have certain days where we um, have thoughts of, oh, I'm not happy here. Well, if we could really control our thoughts, don't you think we would always then say, well, from now on, I'm just going to think happy thoughts, happy thoughts, happy thoughts. I'm just going to think happy thoughts. How do you do that? Try it. How do you force a thought? If I tell you to, to focus on, even, to, even if I give you one thought and say, stay with it, can you do it? If I tell you, okay, think of a pink elephant. So now you're envisioning a pink elephant. Can you stay with that? Keep thinking of it. Don't stop. Nothing but the think pink elephant. And now you're probably thinking, well, okay, pink elephant, but that reminds me that I need to do dishes. And now you start doing dishes. What is the pink elephant? Now you're thinking of a pink elephant. Where, what is the pink elephant sitting upon in your mind? What does it rest upon? It rests upon presence. And what is it made of? Presence. So thoughts are presence. They're the, they're the energy of presence, which has been this the whole time. And even the thought of I am Mike, I is presence. Amnes is presence. And now the thought Mike, Mike, this vision of Mike, look deeply into that vision. And you'll find that Mike, or your name, whatever, is presence. It's presence playing upon presence upon presence. I remember when I first awakened, I, I remember feeling this great, this great, beautiful presence. And I thought, everything in my life that ever happened, history, uh, and different types of um, experiences were all um, nothing but um, love. They were love, touching love, lo touching love. I remember getting knocked off a bike as a child by another kid, and I thought that was love, touching love. And, and in, in, sense, in a sense, nothing ever happened. It didn't happen. So the challenge you now have is you, during this podcast, you're stepping into this and going, yes, this makes amazing sense. Yeah, I freaking get this. Yeah, there's just presence here. 
So when you're done the podcast, then you then go off and you know you you're in line at Dairy Queen, <laughs> and and how do you how do you keep it? Because now you're involved in that line at Dairy Queen and involved in okay, I want to get myself a smoothie or something like that. So, um, so then how do you keep it? How do you hold on to that? How do you not go up into the tree branches and get lost in each little tiny wind that blows? And how do you stay in the trunk of the tree, which is presence? Well, the key is to practice going into presence as much as you can. Stop. And I mean literally stop the body in the moment and ask, what is here? So we do this now. What is here? Sense, find presence. So when you're in line at Dairy Queen, ask yourself, what is here? If you have to set your alarm on your watch to do it, what is here? What's here? And you'll hear somebody on the other, you know, asking, what do you want from Dairy Queen? All the sounds coming from that, the sounds of that, of that voice coming through the PA system. Ask yourself that question. What is here? That sound. From where is it being experienced from? This endless you. It's, it's all over. The sound is not over there. It's being heard from within. So, so, so very close to this presence that it is the presence. And as you look at objects, you do the same thing. Look at an object. Where is the seeing taking place? Where? What is the seeing that's taking place? Where is that seeing taking place? It's, being, it's taking place from within. And it's expressing itself as out there. The thought projects it out there. It's out there. It's over there. But sense its presence between you and the object. I'm looking at a pillow right now. And I look at the pillow and say, well, the pillow appears to be over there. But in sense, it's being seen from where? From within. And it's expressing itself as out there. And the thoughts say out there. But again, these thoughts just appear. And they sense it as out there because it, the thoughts then come along with that boilerplate thought that says you're here and the world is out there. So that keeps appearing. Now, all of this practice is not going to get you to a place where you're going, yes, everything is one all the time, all the time, all the time, and then you'll just sit in a happy state of amazingness. That's not going to happen. You're going to have your shit days, and you're going to have your crazy days. But what will happen is all the crazy shit stuff that goes on and all the wild stuff and the, the uncomfortable feelings will come through, but they won't root into anything. They'll just be there. You'll see them. You'll see through them. You'll see the thread of presence appearing through all of them. You'll see the richness of the ups and downs. And you won't feel like you have to fix anything. So then happiness will just be one way of experiencing. There'll be sadness too. There'll be discomfort. There'll be fear. But you'll look at all of these as, okay, these are all different paintings, but you are the canvas in which they're all painted upon. They all have that in common, that presence and the canvas threads through all of it. And when this happens, you can then go into life excited and say, no matter what happens or, or what takes place, presence is never lost. I'm never lost. 
this I is always there as everything. So it's just a matter of listening to these podcasts a few times, reading some writings, follow other teachers, whatever, and continue and try to find people that teach from the way of um, seeing that there is there is no you. Go for those people. Um, you want to write this down. These are the folks that I follow. Um, Rupert Spira, completely love him. His stuff is great. Tony Parsons, clear as a bell. Um, that's all I can think of right now. I will watch Muji. I love his voice. But he tends to balance and bring in a, a separate person trying to seek something. He stays in that story. And that's okay. But those are different people that I listen to on YouTube. And then I sit and I, I, I think and look and observe. And I write. And I put this together. So this world is presence appearing as a world. Spend time exploring and finding it. Um, tell you what, I'll leave with a little guitar song again, and I'll say goodbye. Have a great day.